Welcome to A Brief Chat, the show about living authentic lives on our own terms. I'm Jason Crane. Today is Friday. It's the 8th day of November, 2019. Yesterday, I was talking about ideology versus being practical. And today I wanted to talk a little bit more about a tangential subject, and that is ideological purity. As I mentioned yesterday, I often find it easy to get into black and white modes of thinking, where everything is all one way or all the other. I assign a value to it, and that's it. And so I have to remind myself regularly to look more deeply into things to consider other sides to imagine other outcomes so that I don't end up just a a dogmatic thinker which I think is always a risk for me and and probably for people with my personality type kind of a, a crusading personality you can't really be a crusader unless you have a firm position on behalf of which to crusade and most of the time something to crusade against also just as an aside I'd like to point out that I'm wearing headphones right now because it is my habit after years and years and years and years on the radio to always wear headphones when talking into a microphone. And yet the headphones I'm currently wearing do absolutely nothing because while I'm recording on my computer, I can't hear what is happening in my headphones. My headphones are actually making it harder for me to hear the sound I'm making with my voice, but I wear them every time. Can't explain it. Anyway, back to ideological purity. I was thinking about this, well, primarily yesterday, uh, when I was reading about Derek Jensen. If you've listened to this show, and thank you, both of you, for a while now, you will know that I've mentioned Derek Jensen quite a few times because he wrote a book called The Myth of Human Supremacy that I thought was absolutely brilliant and that really made me look at the world around me, particularly the non-human part of the world, in a different, much richer way. I found the book invaluable when I read it, I think, last year. So then, the last couple days, there's been a thing going around on Twitter that Derek Jensen gave an interview to a white nationalist reporter for a white nationalist website, and that's not particularly good. And then as I dug a little deeper, I learned that he has expressed some disturbing points of view in the past. For example, some TERF opinions. And TERF, T-E-R-F, is an acronym uh, which means trans-exclusionary radical feminism. In other words, uh, feminism that excludes uh, trans people. And he's also, I guess, had some... I think some pro-border commentary, you know, in other words, uh, national borders and strengthening them. And it made me think about how hard it is (laughs) to find anybody in whom it's safe to believe. I mean, and I include myself in that list. First of all, I have definitely had other opinions than the opinions I have now. Second of all, I'm sure there are inconsistencies in the things I think and in the ways I behave. I know for darn sure that there are times when I behave unskillfully and in ways that hurt other people. So when I'm trying to look to people to inspire me, the danger is almost looking too closely. (laughs) 
you know, like you, you almost need to kind of take the thing that inspires you from that person and then just move on. I thought about this too years and years ago when I first started learning other things about people like Gandhi or Martin Luther King. And I guess that's part of, and obviously I'm naming all the names of men right now. That's both my own issue, I'm sure, and, you know, somewhat endemic to our society, our patriarchal society. But we get taught so much in school the the kind of great man theory, that history is a series of linear movements toward the emergence of some great man who then causes a shift in the course of history. And because we get taught that way, because our history, and again, what I'm saying, our and we, I'm, I'm referring to people who grew up like I did in the U.S., because we get taught that way, we tend to think of these kind of paragons of some some characteristic, whether it's virtue or whether it's evil or whatever it might be. And the thing is that no people are only a thing or behave only in a way. These folks are human just like everybody else. So, you know, when you find out that a uh, hero of the nonviolent movement wrote a lot of racist stuff when he was a lawyer, or that another hero of the nonviolent and black liberation movement, you know, slept around a lot while he was married, or whatever it is, and, uh, you know, assign your moral judgments as you like. The point I'm making is that you begin to discover that all of those people are human, just like all of the rest of us. Now, of course, in one sense, that's a a pretty useful object lesson in not having heroes, or at least in understanding that the people you idolize might be heroic in a particular aspect of their lives and be just regular normal humans in other aspects. Ideological purity, I think, can be really dangerous because... For example, in yesterday's episode, I talked about the fact that I'm an anarchist, but I voted and, you know, that someone had criticized me for that. I think if we get too caught up in our ideologies, our belief structures, we run the risk. I mean, I don't even know if it's a risk. It's like a certainty of acting unskillfully and missing opportunities and harming others when we don't need to when we don't need to be so bound up in the things we think and so just desperately tied to what we believe and our view of the world you know just another thing this is probably a little disjointed but another thing about the the hero worship that is so common in our society is that when you look at people as heroic figures, it makes their actions seem unattainable by mere mortals. And that's just absolutely not true. We don't want to create pictures of these heroic figures who shifted history in one direction or another. What we want to remind folks is that everybody has power and that a bunch of everybody's together have even more power. And it's important not to think that only these savior figures can come along and make things different because then we just wait for them. And sometimes they don't arrive. And even if they do, 
they're just as human as we are. As I said yesterday and earlier in this show as well, I do know my own tendencies toward toward a desire for for purity. I mean, toward a desire for just a a burning conviction inside me that is unshakable. And as I move through life, I I just over and over and over again get taught that the world requires you to be more malleable than that. And I don't mean it requires you to not have any values or anything like that. There are things I firmly believe in in a pretty unshakable way. But I am constantly being reminded that if I assume my view of any situation is immediately the correct one, I run real risks of doing the wrong thing. I think I said on a a previous show on the one called uh, I think I'm bad at meditating. I talked about how after all these years of meditation, I sometimes get maybe an extra second or half second to not just react immediately to something. And I think that ties into this too. It's important that we just take a moment. And think, does my frame for this situation, does my narrative about this situation, does it actually apply? Does it fit? Does it make it easier to deal with this situation? Is it going to cause me to miss things? Is it going to cause me to ignore someone else's point of view? In one sense, I feel like I'm learning about life that there are some really clear truths, while at the exact same time, I'm learning about life that it is almost always murkier than I think it is. And that's a challenging set of positions to hold in your head at one time. And I guess really that's probably the point. That's it for today's show and for this week's shows. Of course, I'll be back next week. Uh, I expect Owen will be on some shows too and maybe some other guests. We'll find out. Please go to abriefchat.com and become a supporter of this show. Thank you very much to all of those of you who've already done that and to you in the future who are about to. I love you. A better world is possible.